What's up, everybody? Welcome back to At The Buzzer. And free agency has pretty much concluded. Like, I think like 90 out of the 100 top players have been signed to teams. And um, honestly, it's been kind of what we expected. Hasn't been kind of crazy moves. And most of the predictions that were made before free agency came true during free agency. I'm joined by my co-host, Zach Gottlieb here. Zach, what do you think of what went on during the, the free agent frenzy? Um, just like you said, I wasn't really surprised too much by anything. There were some really key signings though that happened, um, and a lot of teams just really improved their rosters, namely the Heat and the Lakers, I feel, are like the two, um, strongest teams after free agency that, that got like the most, um, that really improved the rosters, because the Heat added... Lowry and PJ Tucker, so that's gonna be a great defensive team. And then the Lakers, I mean, they needed shooters, and that's exactly what they got. And they yeah. got some youth, which is nice. And uh, we're definitely gonna have to make fun of Dennis Schroeder on this episode for uh, oh yeah for getting six million dollars. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the moves were were pretty much expected. I mean, you know, as far as the trades and players, you know, staying with their teams or switching teams you know those were a lot of expected but you know you know chris paul saving the sons you know they predicted all week that lowry was going to go to miami so nobody was really surprised when, it, when yeah. that happened um i did there weren't really any crazy moves i thought it was interesting that igadala went back to the warriors i found that one a little bit uh a little a little interesting but um i don't know i thought last year's free agency was a lot more exciting than this one just because there were you know there were less like marquee free agents than in this class but you know there weren't that many surprising moves as far as what uh chicago did though i thought they they had a great off season they got oh, they yeah. got lonzo and they also got DeRozan. so um, they, yeah, they'll definitely be competing for a, a playoff spot this year yeah definitely um i think yeah yeah the bulls definitely are gonna get a playoff spot this year I think Lonzo can really I mean now that he has like a fresh start he could really um maybe potentially become an all-star I'm not making any like definite predictions here but yeah I don't know I don't, I don't know. know I think it's going to be a little bit of uh, difficult with this floor floor spacing just because of uh you know Lonzo and DeRozan they both well Lonzo of... shot well from three last year yeah but we didn't actually hear much about LeVar Ball last year. So how long do you think that's going to continue? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I just think Lonzo, I don't know. He's just, when he was with the Lakers, he wasn't consistent. And I don't yeah, know. I Chicago's, know, he he's going to have a lot more of the spotlight on him in Chicago than in New Orleans. Like nobody watches Pelicans play basketball. Nobody does. Yeah. Yeah. We'll but see, definitely, it'll be interesting. It'll be yeah, interesting. It'll definitely be interesting. Um, the, the extensions that were signed, those were interesting. KD signed an extension. And Kawhi, Kawhi went back to the Clippers. Why am I saying this like it's crazy? Because it just happened today. The agency started like two weeks ago. So yeah. it, it definitely took them a while to come to terms on a deal. I think it was yeah, four years, $176.3 million. But technically, three years, $176.3 million. Because Kawhi Leonard is going to be playing this year at all. So he's getting paid $40 million. 
to uh, sit on the bench and uh, watch basketball games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you're still getting your superstar. You're still getting so. that, yes. You're still getting them. And uh, I think the Clippers, they were kind of underwhelming. You know, they brought back Reggie Jackson. They, they signed yeah, they Justice Winslow on, like, a prove-it contract. And, you know, they brought back Nick Batum as well. But, you know, I think I think what was really interesting is, like you said, with the Heat, they, they really decided to go for it. And, you know, I mean, that, that's the best part about the NBA. I mean, you want to see teams go for it, but I don't really know if, you know, they really wanted to mortgage or give up a lot for Lowry and then, you know, really put a lot into their signings when you still have the Brooklyn Nets out there, you've got the Bucks out there, you know, even the Sixers with the whole Ben Simmons drama is out there. So I think it's going to be difficult for the Heat to compete, but I like the moves they made and I think Lowry is going to be a really good fit there because he's got like that Miami Heat scrappy attitude, you know? Definitely, yeah. Um, we'll see though. It'll be interesting this season. And now Schroeder turned down eighty four million dollars. Oh my gosh. And oh. now is getting less than six million dollars. And the Celtics so, too. He's not yeah. even gonna be like a a, a six Yeah, he's man. gonna be like a he's six gonna man. Be, no, he's not even gonna be a six man because he's coming off the bench to uh to smart or whatever. And smart plays a lot of minutes usually. So I mean, yeah, he's probably just know. gonna be like a rotational piece. He he could have gotten so much money, although we probably would have packaged him in the deal for Westbrook. But I mean, he he could have gotten so much more money. But well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Well, I I kind of feel sorry for him because he's a really nice guy and real person. But he took a really big bet on himself, and it didn't it didn't uh no, didn't pay not off. Even. It did not pay off. Not even close. But um, yeah, as far as the extensions go, I mean, Curry signed another four-year deal with the Warriors, which got me very sad because I've always wanted to see Curry and LeBron play together, but yeah. I guess it will never happen. Um, Kevin Just Durant signed an game. extension. Luca signed an extension. You know, I, a lot of extensions were signed. Um, but speaking of playing with LeBron, you know who is going to finally play with LeBron? Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Let's talk about what the Lakers did, Zach. Uh, I feel like they brought in the whole league. <laughs> um, they, they got like they got like nine players on on contract. It it was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, the first we, day they signed like six players, and it, it yeah. was crazy. It was mad. First, you got a lot of like vets, and it was there. There all those like memes, and then finally we signed like, who was it Malik Monk? We signed Malik Monk, but Malik Monk Kendrick was on the Nunn. veteran minimums. Yeah, which is sort of funny because he's 23 years old, and then yeah. Nunn's like 25. Yeah, we, we but Nunn was for the taxpayer mid-level. But, yeah, he was but, that But still, um, that'll be a nice, like, you know, backcourt duo for us off the bench. Yeah. And, you know, we, we brought Dwight back. Unfortunately, Shaq gave the Superman nickname to Giannis, so Dwight doesn't have it anymore. But, I mean, we got Dwight. We got Carmelo. You know, I love that we got Wayne Ellington. Uh, we got yeah. Trevor Ariza. We got Kent Bazemore. I assume at some point they're going to bring Jared Dudley back just for his locker room presence. Yeah. They already have like 12 pieces that are capable of being a rotational player. But I mean, they have a, uh, they have a ton. They have a ton of, of good players and, you know, it's going to really help them, you know, carry the load, especially because, you know, LeBron got injured last year and he's 37 you know, Anthony Davis is 
doesn't have the greatest history of being healthy. Uh, and we know Westbrook's going to give it his all every night. He's going to give 100% out there. But it's a really nice to have pieces that complement complement them. And, you know, you've got you've got your big three. And um, I think the pieces around them really complement them. Definitely, yeah. Because you needed playmakers and shooting. And that's exactly what the Lakers got. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's pretty much it for free agency yeah i mean um, there really wasn't that much going on yeah you know with like kevin Durant and kyrie irving going to like brooklyn or anything like that no we, we don't like yeah it. yeah i mean when when you have the, the reason 2019 was so amazing is because kevin Durant and kyrie signed like they knew it was going there like 20 minutes before free agency started you got the breaking news which i mean they really like honed down on that year this this year so you can't really do that anymore but what's so exciting about that is you know instead of all the big moves being made in the first hour we had to wait like a week to hear Kawhi leonard's decision and so the um well same with in uh 2019 that's what i said 2019 yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, 2019, we had to wait a week to hear Kawhi Leonard's I mean, this year we had to wait, like, two weeks, but, like, no other team had cap space to offer and more than, like, the mid-level exception. So it was pretty much a done deal that he was going back to the Clippers. They just had to work out all the financials and stuff. But, I mean, it was really interesting in 2019. But this year, I don't know. It didn't meet my expectations on free agency. And the, the part of team building in basketball is the part that I enjoy the most. Just... I just like the roster construction is the part that I enjoy the most of the game. Yeah, and what would you have wanted to see happen? Um, I don't know. I think it would have really been, you know, it will have, it would have been fun if, you know, it's fun to see players switch teams because, you know, you dream up new lineups for them. You think about the pairings. Like, with like like for example, if, if the Lakers hadn't made the Russell Westbrook trade, let's say Chris Paul comes to the Suns, right? I mean, Chris Paul comes to the Lakers. Chris Paul already went. So let's say he comes to the Lakers, and they already signed Carmelo Anthony. Now everybody's like, you know, asking Dwayne Wade to get out of retirement to complete the banana boat. And if Chris Paul goes to the Lakers, then the Suns have an opening at point guard. And who knows? Ben Simmons and Devin Booker are really good friends, and DeAndre would be great to pair them off. And then the Sixers need a point guard, and they have to sign somebody. And when that when they leave the teams, it just creates this whole domino effect of players who, you know, now they don't have what they need and they don't have what they need, and now they're willing to give this up. And you know, it's more exciting and more like fast paced when that happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I did not know that Simmons and Booker were friends, especially because Booker is dating Simmons's ex. No, Booker Simmons, and um. Wait, hold on. Hold on, let me think about this. I think you're thinking of Booker, Cat, and D'Lo. I might be thinking of Booker, Cat, yeah. and D'Lo. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking of them. Those because, are the friends. Because, um, because when they... Okay, well, regardless, I still think Ben Simmons and Devin Booker would be a great backcourt doing, but, uh, duo. But, I mean, mm. yeah, they, they are good friends. And they all wanted to play in Minnesota together. They tried to... They tried to get Booker. They they've done a bunch of commercials together, uh, all three of them, uh, for like a State Farm or like something like that. But I mean, I, yeah, basically when players leave teams, it it makes the other teams 
want to fill that hole with somebody else. And, you know, if they just keep retaining their pieces, we know how that story plays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I still think there are some interesting signings and teams did get better. I, I, I definitely think teams get, did get better. I just, I just don't really, you know, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it, there wasn't anything like crazy shock. Like, like the most, the most eye-widening thing was like, you know, Steph Curry getting an extension or Kevin Durant getting an extension or Luka Doncic getting an extension. Like, nobody was that crazy when Patty Mills went to the Nets. I'm still salty about that. I think Patty Mills would have been amazing to have on the Lakers. But, like, you know, there were, there was no, like, no monumental player that could have changed the NBA landscape, switched teams. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like it's just, like, not one of those years really i mean like 2019 was crazy like there are some of those years where it's like you have like four or five superstars that are going to be free agents and then some big moves happen and this just wasn't one of them but i feel like next season is going to be interesting because teams although there were small moves the rest of the team matters like it's not just about like the two superstars or the three superstars it's like the rest of the team and like if you're uh, the Brooklyn Nets, right, you lost Dinwiddie, but you got um, Patty Mills. So you do have, like, another scoring option off the bench. And it's like, if you're the Lakers, you know, you got that playmaker, you got the shooting. Um, and then, like, like just like other teams, like the Heat, they got Lowry as, 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 as like, that third option to help with, like, scoring and then defense and all that. Yeah, um, yeah and it's just, like, the smaller moves. And... Um, yeah, so, so I feel like teams sort of, um, got better, like, role players in some scenarios. Yeah, and next year, next year definitely would have been interesting, you know, if, you know, it would have been, I mean, I think it'll be better than this year, because this year was kind of a dud, but, you know, next year we could have gotten, we could have gotten Durant, we could have gotten, um, Curry on the open market. I mean, there would have been a ton of players on the market. Yeah. Um, another thing, though, is, what was it? Um, oh, yeah, so, Clay Thompson is going to be back, and he isn't Well, we don't know that for sure, because we thought he was going to be back last year, and then he injured his ACL. He's expected to, um... I think Clay Thompson will be... He'll be good, he won't... The thing about Clay Thompson is his game is mostly focused on shooting. And the thing with the injuries he's had is they take away a lot of athleticism. But Clay Thompson doesn't really rely on athleticism. He relies well, on the defense his... does. I mean, like slider feet stay his, with the his, guy. His defense does. But, you know, ever since the 2016 finals, Kevin, uh, I mean, Clay Thompson's defense has kind of been getting uh, inferior. But, I mean, he's still a good defender, but. I mean, the, the true thing that makes him who he is is his shooting. Like when you think of Clay yeah. Thompson, you think of, you know, the Splash Brothers. You think of, like, the second guy in the Splash Brothers. And, you know, I think the Warriors will definitely be contenders. You know, they have Draymond. They've got Iggy. They've got 
Curry. They've got Tom. They've got the they've got the old gang back together. All I know. The thing is, for, they're all they need to trade old. for Harrison Barnes. They need yeah. to trade for Harrison Barnes. The only problem is they're all old now. Like Iggy's like forty nine years old. He's probably like well, forty seven. Yeah, but, but the, yeah, the, it's yeah. like Draymond sort of regressed a lot. It's the uh, it's the it's the twenty sixteen uh, Warriors without yeah. before they were ruined by Kevin Durant. I mean, they did go seventy three and nine, but I. It's, but they it's went seventy three and nine without Kevin Durant. I know. Yeah, and then they choked a three one lead to LeBron. But um. Yeah. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of interesting moves this offseason. So, Zach, how do you think they all rack up? And so, I think, uh, yeah, Summer League's already started. And uh, yeah. Jalen Green has a tweaked hamstring, so he's out. So, sucks for the Rockets. But, um, you know, what do you I think, think the Mobley, power rankings are? I think Mobley and, like, Kate have been playing well. I haven't really been, like, following it. But, like, I've just, like, heard, like, and seen in the headlines other than Mobley. yeah. Yeah, I haven't really been following summer league either. But yeah, what do you think? It's just not um, the most interesting. Well, sort of none of the teams really play their yeah players that are like maybe like two of them are gonna make the team other than like the rookies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they just play a lot of the guys that they signed after the draft. Yeah, so like, but the Lakers they have a couple of guys that are playing pretty well. I, don't know I haven't been following it at all. Okay. So. This is kind of like Max McClung. Max McClung, like, I've heard of him, but I've not seen him play. Yeah, um, there's like one other guy, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting. Maybe like some guys that'll be good in a few years. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think? What do you think the power rankings are going to next year? What are your top five teams to win the NBA championship? In 2022. In 2022, yes. But what are your? I'd say. Go, uh, go one to five. Go one to five. Okay. One to five. Number one, I'm going to say the Nets. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, I'm going to say the Nets just because that trio is so, like, they're going to score, like, one, like 120 points at will. Like, just at will on that, that team. And it's just, like, you can't stop them. I agree um, with you. That that is my number it's one. It's just too. so difficult, and now they have Patty Mills. Like last year, they didn't have Dinwiddie. Yeah, I, I score agree. Like twenty points, and like Mills is going to add some scoring. Joe Harris was like bad in the playoffs. Maybe Kevin Durant bullied him into playing well. I don't know. Um, I yeah, agree with just, you. I've got I've got the Nets. Yeah, Nets are my number one team for for like I'd the say, I'd, I'd say number two are the Lakers because we have Westbrook, AD, who had a down year last year. Hopefully he'll come back stronger this year. LeBron's old. He's aging. But he's still LeBron. I mean, the Lakers are just going to be a great team. Um, and then we have all those shooters that we signed and other players and role players. So I think they're my number two. And then... My number um, two. My number two. I, I'm... I, I'm I'm a little bit split here, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bucks over the Lakers. The Bucks, just, really? Just because the Lakers added all these new pieces, they turned over their team completely, other than LeBron James and Anthony. I know, but look at 2020. The Lakers had a completely new, different team. Yes, but that was they never played with each year. other before. That was a completely different year. But but you didn't. We weren't adding a, a personality like Russell Westbrook to the team. 
And so I, I, I think I'm going to go with Milwaukee just because they've already had a season together. And the only piece they lost out of their key, like, core of guys was P.J. Was Tucker. PJ Tucker, which is and an important piece. That's a really important like, uh, he is yeah. defense defensively. He is very important. He went to Miami too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I got him. Yeah, he did. He's another Miami esque guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The Bucks are. They they're they're a really good team. So they're actually my number three. The Lakers are my number three. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now, number four, this is tough. Mm, this is really tough. If Jamal Murray's back, I kind of think... I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think they're top ten at best. Maybe. I don't know. I would have the Clippers around here, but they don't have Kawhi. Uh, no, no. Although um, Paul George can like carry them to a decent playoff spot, he could, and they get Kawhi like, back at the end of the year, they could have a shot. I don't know. Maybe you have the words there. It's it's really like after that, it's sort of a wild card. Like it could be, it it may even be the Suns. I don't really know. Yeah, Suns, I, I think my number four is um my number four is um. My number four is um, Golden State. Really? Yeah, just because the you know they've all played together before. You know, you've got Steve Kerr, who's like like the top yeah. three. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Curry's gonna be good, but they just like like they have Curry, they have Clay, you have Draymond, who's old. Exactly. This is and a then, team who went seventy three and nine. Just I know, like but Draymond's old. Ago. He's old. Oh, this is that's like it's yes. it's totally different. I, I guess that it's different. Clay hasn't played basketball now. in two years. I don't know. I don't have them. I have them. I think they're gonna be like a good team. I just don't think they're gonna win a title. I think they might be. I think they might be a top four seed in the West. Yeah, but they're not gonna win a title. They're not. Gonna I don't win a think title. they'll win a title. But no, I think the Miami Heat. I uh, Miami have Heat a is, better shot. I, I've got Miami Heat at five, just because of all the moves they made. I mean, look yeah. at their starting lineup. It's just like, it's so. It's it's, it's so, defensively just it, it's, it's unbelievable. You've got Lowry. Except who, for the shoot. It, wait, no, they no, still no, have Oladipo, the, right? The shoot. They, they they did bring back Oladipo, but I don't know if Oladipo yeah. is going to start over Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero. Yeah, well, then that's the weakness. Because if you have Oladipo, then you have like Lowry. Amazing defender, all the deep. You've got Lowry, defender. but Lowry can shoot. He might not be a sniper, but he can shoot. Yeah. Then, and then you, you have, have Robinson Jimmy or Butler. Hero. No, you have Robinson or Hero at the two, right? Yeah. And those guys are snipers and making him from yeah. anywhere. You have Jimmy at the three. I mean, he's an, a below average shooter. I mean, yeah, he, he's he's a he, he's much better at getting to the basket and like the short mid range jump shots. Yeah. You know, you've got PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is a good three and D player. He can he is he he led the league for the first half of last year in corner threes. Yo, that's a spot. He has the highest percentage from corner threes, which is great because 
Butler and Lowry are going to attract so much attention that there's going to be a lot for P.J. Tucker. And then, yeah. you know, obviously Adebayo is, is not a shooter, but, you know, he can get the rebounds. And, you know, I think Miami... He can get the bricks. He can get all the bricks from Jimmy Butler, who decides to take threes just because he wants to. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, I really think Miami is good, and I think they can really do something. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Well, yeah, so... I sort of don't really, like, it's sort of like a wild card after those first three or four teams for me. I don't really know. It'll be interesting, though. Um, yeah, we'll see, though. Um, the, the Ben Simmons sweepstakes might change. Oh, yeah. I, I really just, like, the Sixers are down I've, bad right now. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen to Lillard. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know about the Well, the Sixers... The Sixers and Simmons are in both a terrible position. Ben Simmons has no leverage in the situation at all. Like, he can say who he wants to go to, he has no leverage. He has absolutely no leverage. And the Sixers, I don't know why Daryl Moore is asking for a James Harden type package. Well, I mean, if they got that, it would be a not good return for Simmons because no. James, it would be a uh, it would be a, a bad return because the Houston Rockets GM is, is like the worst GM in the league, and he got he got virtually nothing for James Harden because all the players that he did get walked away in free agency. He got like a second round pick or something like that. I don't know. It was yeah, yeah. It was pathetic. But I mean, I don't really think they should be asking for a crazy amount for Simmons because you know his value has just been you know going down. His value hasn't been lower since he entered the league. Like if there was a time to deal him, I think it would be on draft night, and then uh, I don't really know. Uh, I don't really go after that, but you know that too. And I really don't think Dame's going to get traded. But if it does, that that would completely alter the the landscape of. Yeah, he's definitely. one of those players who who changes everything. Yeah, yeah, maybe to like the Knicks. I don't know. Uh yeah. Hmm. Stephen I can keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, Definitely, definitely some inch, some more moves still to be made. But, you know, the, the vast majority of all the moves that have been made have been made so far. You know, the Lakers might sign. I think they're interested in um, uh, who, who, who are they interested in? They were interested in uh, James Ennis, which is just going to be some guy. That's a roster up. filler. He's a roster filler. Um, and he can get, you know, 10 minutes a night when one of our players is injured or whatever. But you know, there, there's not going to be that much, you know, news going on up until, you know, the season really starts. But we'll continue to bring it to you. And um, I hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. So um, thank you for listening to this episode of Out the Buzzer. And um, we'll see everybody next time.